I'm so happy you're here. I've got a big announcement. Humboldt Last Week has been going on for, what, 28 episodes with tens of thousands of streams. It's been such a thrill. And this far along, now that sponsors have come on board, I'm so glad that I can finally start the next chapter, which is Humboldt Next Week. That's right. From now on, I will be predicting Humboldt's next week of news. I purchased three state-of-the-art crystal balls in various aura colors, and I got a whole bunch of locals of prominence to send me photocopies of their palms. Have you seen the lifeline on Rex Bone's hands? As you may know, Miss Cleo's no longer with us, so I purchased a subscription to a psychic hotline. Whenever I rung them up, they were like, we've been expecting you. That's when I knew it was legit, so they're going to reveal Humboldt's future for only $3.99 a minute. You will not believe what they said the recreational marijuana industry is going to do to our economy. April Fools! (laughs) Okay, that wasn't real. This is Humboldt last week on Miles Cochran. This is Humboldt's last seven days of news when you want it available while you drive, while you exercise, on a walk, when you're getting stuff done, anytime. Please do connect at HumboldtLastWeek.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for subscribing on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thanks for sharing. We're going to jump right in with a serious one. I saw in Redheaded Black Belt, a woman in Southern Humboldt said she stabbed her boyfriend to death because he was hitting her. Sheriff's office told K-Mud this woman called 911 saying she got into a fight with her live-in boyfriend. He was hitting her and she had to stab him in self-defense. After they arrived, they pronounced him dead in the driveway. And right now they're investigating and talking to witnesses regarding a past history of domestic violence. I also noticed on Redheaded Black Belt that the dispatch call indicated the guy had been stabbed multiple times in the chest. Once the DA's office gets enough info, they'll decide whether or not to press charges against her. I saw in the journal this was Humboldt's first homicide this year that did not involve a vehicle. Last year, a record 22 homicides were recorded in the county. There's an article in the Press Democrat talking about colleges that offer marijuana studies. They ask, how do you tackle a subject that remains classified by the feds as a dangerous drug? HSU found a way to do that in 2012 with their Institute of Interdisciplinary Marijuana Research. They were one of the schools the paper looked at. Josh Meisel is a sociology professor at HSU. In this article, he goes into how the Institute recently got a state grant in the aftermath of legalizing recreational pot to study the potential impact of regulations, which he believes is going to directly influence how lawmakers are going to make rules going forward. HSU potentially doing big things. This report calls Humboldt an epicenter of California's estimated $7 billion marijuana industry. A little bit of legal news. According to the journal, all nine Humboldt County deputy public defenders have asked the Board of Supervisors to fire their new boss. They wrote, David Marcus has a lack of experience and expertise that jeopardizes the rights of their clients and puts them at risk of unhealthy and unethical work conditions. Not exactly something any boss wants to hear from their employees. A lawsuit has already been filed alleging this fellow does not meet the minimum state qualifications for his job. The board disagrees. They think he's got enough experience. We'll see where that goes. Senator Mike McGuire was appointed as a co-chair on a committee focusing on issues affecting California's multi-billion dollar wine industry. Got a lot of good winemakers in Humboldt that that could impact. So sad. A 15-year-old boy was killed after waves pushed a large floating log over him near the mouth of the Eel River. He was fishing there with his family, sending out positive thoughts to his friends and family. As the feds are looking at taking money away from sanctuary cities, places that don't fork over undocumented immigrants, Humble is basically looking at the possibility of adopting a sanctuary-ish resolution, but wording it differently, a civil rights resolution. I saw in the Times Standard that a local human rights commission is working on this, and we'll know more when the supervisors look at it on the 18th. At the same time, the state legislature is working on a bill that would make California a sanctuary state. Another thing we can keep an eye on. 
It looks like Garberville is going to be getting their community park. According to Channel 3, there will be a baseball field, a disc golf course, and stage for music events, which could host up to 5,000 people. Very cool. There's also the possibility of a rodeo grounds. Our film commissioner, Cassandra Hesseltine, spoke at the state capitol in Sacramento as part of a panel on the new film and TV tax incentives in California. Those incentives are why Disney's A Wrinkle in Time came to Humboldt to film. The commission's estimate was that the Disney production spent almost $1.5 million shooting in Humboldt County. That cannot hurt our economy. The county put on a re-entry fair for inmates with the intent of reducing repeat offenses. Reps from local businesses and employment agencies sat down with around 250 prisoners that are about to get out. For the month of April, the Eureka Police Department and CHP are going to be sending out extra officers to make sure we're not screwing around on our phones while we drive. Sending out positive thoughts to Deputy Sheriff Charlie Lamb, who is diagnosed with cancer. On the 3rd, if you get some food and drinks from Babe's Pizza in Eureka, they'll be donating a portion of their sales to Charlie, his wife, and their four kids. They also have a GoFundMe. I'll post a link at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Did you see that post showing a guy getting way too close to a monster elk at Fern Canyon? Dude is lucky he wasn't rammed. Let's all not be dumb shits and get ourselves killed by big charging animals deal. That was on Humboldt County, California, and pictures old and new. Good thing to follow on Facebook. I saw on Channel 3 a guy who used to be from Humboldt went missing from his military barracks in Texas. I hope he's okay. People are suing Coast Seafood over a proposed oyster farm expansion in Humboldt Bay. The plaintiffs believe eelgrass, birds, fish, and others will be impacted too much. The parents of the 20-year-old that was killed in Manila say their son did not molest anybody. It's alleged that before he was killed, he raped the daughter of two of the five suspects facing murder and kidnapping charges. According to the Mad River Union, the victim's mom said anyone who knows him knows the allegations aren't true. And his dad said his son was just partying, being silly, and made some bad choices, but he didn't deserve to be murdered. The parents also said child abuse authorities produced no word from this little girl that she was molested, and now their son is not there to defend himself. Some guy down in Redway was busted for stealing water from a creek for his illegal grow. Long time history of that here. In addition to resisting an officer and unauthorized cultivation, this guy's looking at fish and game violations. Future NFL Hall of Famer Jared Allen was hanging out in Humboldt. The defensive end who spent most of his career with the Minnesota Vikings was a repeat customer at Peppers in Fortuna last week. My friend Ashley Valdivinos has been waiting on his grandparents at the restaurant for years. She said the second time Jared came into Peppers, she mustered up the courage to ask him about his appearance in the movie Jackass 3D. That's when they got a photo together. Calling the football star tall and down to earth, she said, quote, I popped back into Peppers to sign my time card. He was sweet enough to sign a few footballs for us and as as he was leaving, I watched the mailman chase him down to talk to him. Jared Allen was able to retire last year after playing in the Super Bowl as a Carolina Panther. Could sucky times be ahead for Humboldt? Okay, maybe I'll be a little more specific. This upcoming season, the mosquitoes here might suck a little more than usual, especially inland. I saw a report NBC Sacramento did about how lots of rainfall throughout the winter can mean a busy mosquito season in Northern California. This report goes on to say that a drought followed by heavy rains, hint, hint, could mean a significant season for West Nile virus. 
Amanda Ruddy is Humboldt County's Supervising Environmental Health Specialist. She said that since 2007, Humboldt has seen eight birds test positive for West Nile, but zero human cases. They'll start testing for West Nile in the middle of this month. But in general, she said, mosquitoes are most active at dawn and dusk. So if you're out then, cover yourself. Use EPA-registered repellents. Mosquito-proof your home. Quote, the CDC suggests people install or repair screens or windows and doors to keep mosquitoes outside. Also, help reduce the number of mosquitoes by emptying stand water from flower pots, gutters, buckets, pet water dishes, and discarded tires and bird baths, end quote. And if you come across high concentrations of mosquitoes, there's a number you can call. I'll post that at HumboldtLastWeek.com. And wow, Redwood Acres Fairgrounds in Eureka is getting it done. They're putting on more than 830 events a year, and they're hosting 15 businesses on site. And what they host there is definitely diverse. I used to do live broadcasts over there for Humboldt Roller Derby and Humboldt Made Fair, stuff like that. They've got a lot going on. Events, fairs, car races. Sierra over at Loco did some good videos about how they're converting the concession stand at Redwood Acres to accommodate food trucks. Gosh, they got some tasty food trucks in Humboldt. Taco trucks, Greek food, burgers, hot dogs, Indian food, you name it. It's good. Now, before they used the concession stand like 12 days a year, not now. Redwood Acres also has a forthcoming new tasting room for wine, cheese, and cured meats. Doesn't that sound tasty? It's going to be called The Boardroom. Now, in these videos, Redwood Acres is saying they hope to host even more businesses there in the future, including those displaced by the marijuana industry. little commercial mecca, if you will. So I reached out to Cindy Bettingfield, CEO for Redwood Acres. She said their kitchen remodel for accommodating food trucks should be done on the 17th. They have one food truck there now, and they're going to start making calls to host more once the kitchen's finished. And again, they're looking at the 17th for that. And then the boardroom, this fancy new wine, cheese, and meat tasting place, is estimated to open on May 1st at the latest. It's all happening so soon. I can't wait to go. So earlier I joked about Humboldt next week, but I'm actually going to make that a thing, but not predicting the future. I'll be looking at upcoming events for the week. What's going on? On Sunday the 2nd, the infamous String Dusters at Humbrews and Arcata. Oh, Their Grammy-nominated bluegrass band from Virginia, Doors at 8. On Tuesday the 4th, the Works at Humbrews. Works with an E. They're an Ohio jam band. Doors at 9. Also on Tuesday the 4th, a stand-up comedy show at the Jambalaya in Arcata. Doors at 9. On Wednesday the 5th, the Brothers Comatose at Humbrews. It's Bluegrass from San Francisco. Doors at 9. And on Friday the 7th, a chocolate beer and wine tasting at the Warfinger in Eureka. Doors at 7. Hey, it's been a fun episode this week. Thank you so much for listening. Please connect at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Reach out to me. Don't be shy. Talk to me if you have any ideas, comments, thoughts, anything like that. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. Bye. Humboldt Last Week.